Hello and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 115. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Thursday morning. And yes, I hate to <clears throat> brag about it. I don't know. I don't really think you can brag about this because I'm getting old, but it's my birthday today. <laughs> so, uh, as of uh, and right now, I'm an, I'm a year older, and um, you know it's funny when you as you get older, you don't. I think you still celebrate birthdays. You're not celebrating the fact that you are a year older because that's something that we don't look forward to anymore. <laughs> but you celebrate the fact that you're still alive, and uh, <laughs> so I took off work today, Thursday, and uh, so I don't have to go to work today. I don't know what I'm going to do with this day, but it's, you know, your birthday is that one day of the year you can kind of get by with anything, right? I mean, it's uh, your day, and I have, I think it's it's against my religion to work on my birthday, so it kind of stinks that it fell on a Thursday because I got to go back to work on Friday, <laughs> but uh, it would have been nice to have a long weekend, but uh, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to a factory on my birthday. I think it should be a government law where everyone gets their birthday off. Uh, I'll vote for the the person that campaigns on that. That should be that should be a rule. But uh, uh, let's see. Also, yeah, I got a pretty cool week coming up. I'm not sure what I'm going to do today. Probably nothing major. But uh, I guess uh, me and the family will probably go out and eat. <laughs> go out to Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm joking. We'll, we'll do something better than that. <laughs> but and uh, oh, and then Saturday night, my band is playing a gig. I have a show coming up Saturday night, so I'm kind of excited about that. I don't know how many more shows I'm going to have with this current band I'm in, but uh, this one's been in the works for a while, so got that to look forward to. So yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty fun week coming up for me here, and uh, I wanted to do a podcast tonight because uh, even though I'm off tomorrow night and it would seem like I would have time to do that tomorrow night, I'm not sure what state I'm going to be in. Uh, tomorrow night so uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean there won't be another drunken podcast but uh there could be maybe i'll do one tomorrow night maybe a, a, a special thursday edition of the drunken podcast but uh <laughs> but uh also uh on the facebook group i put out a message to uh the uh, people i uh, find people on there to see if anybody had any graphic design experience and I want to uh, change the banner on like the podcast apps of the show, and like on the Facebook page. I want to get my mug, my face, off of it, <laughs> and come up with an actual banner for the show. And uh, John Gregory has volunteered to possibly come up with something, and he sent me an idea tonight, and I love it. It's really awesome. I'll let him reveal it when he's ready to reveal it. But uh, John Gregory did a fantastic job. So we might have an actual, like, legit logo for this show. Which, you know, if we have a legit logo, that means maybe I can get legit stickers and uh, made or something. And you know how much I love stickers. I'm a stickler for stickers. I like to stick to my love of stickers. All right, I'm going to stop. This is going nowhere. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the reason I especially wanted to get an episode out tonight is we have a call-in from Mr. Mike Williams. And uh, me and Mike have always had some really good, fun conversations on Instagram uh, very late at night uh, through Instagram's message messaging. And uh, he's actually getting up to go to work, and I am getting 
I'm home from work, so we have this small window where we have time to kind of communicate. And even though our schedules are completely opposite, but I've always had really enjoyed talking to Mike and getting to know him. And of course, he was the first actual guest on this show, other than like Andre. He's not a guest no more. He's a co-captain. But Mike Williams was the first guest we've had on here. Uh, his Instagram is 12 months, 12 cameras. So check him out there. But let's get to his call in. Well, thank you, Mr. Mike Williams, for that awesome call-in. I really enjoy the, I think his name, not even called called-in, sounds called like voice recordings here on the Anchor app. I always like when people do that because it, it's your voice on the show. It's better than just hearing my voice all the time and or me reading your emails. So by all means, use the voice recording, uh, I don't know, section or <laughs> feature on the Anchor app if you have it. The Anchor app's free, so it's no cost to you and you can... You know, do what Mike does. Be like Mike. And that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, instant photography. Uh, you know, I haven't talked about it much in quite a few episodes. I think early on in, in this podcast, I did talk about it quite a bit. Because, uh, you know, the, I was doing the podcast when Polaroid Originals became Polaroid Originals. When Impossible became Polaroid, basically. And there was a lot of a talk of it back then. And of course, I bought the uh, Polaroid One Step Two camera from them as well because I was so excited about this uh, new development in Polaroid. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really talked about it much, and the reason why is because I just haven't shot it much. I, <clears throat> I just haven't really concentrated on instant photography in the last several months, and uh, I, it's something I I want to rectify now. That the the temperature is getting a little warmer. It looks like I'm going to have a really beautiful day today, which uh, it should be a beautiful day on my birthday because it's a it's a worldwide celebration of me. <laughs> but uh, so, and you know, Polaroid, especially with uh, pol- the new Polaroid films, uh, it does seem to be a little more sketchy with temperatures so like maybe shooting it in cold weather is not always the best idea so i've been kind of waiting for it to warm up to get back into instant photography a little bit more and uh but uh mike mentions the uh, pack film loving that and i'm with him on that i love the pack film as well i still have like the 25 packs of uh fuji pack film that i bought right before the prices really right when they discontinued it and right before the prices really started escalating and uh once I shoot those 25 packs of pack film, I will be done with pack film myself. Unless Cat Labs comes through with something, which, uh, you know, there was a little teaser about that we mentioned on a previous episode, and it's been all over the all over the interwebs about that. But uh, hopefully Cat Labs can save pack film. We shall see. But uh, uh, as far as uh, Polaroid goes, you know, um, I've only shot maybe four shots of the new Polaroid Originals film. And to be honest, I didn't shoot it in the best conditions, uh, the kind of low light situations, didn't use the flash. And that was actually even on the one step two camera. Um, So I really can't judge it all that much because one thing I've noticed about uh, Polaroid Originals film, and uh, I have a couple of packs of old, old branded Impossible film I haven't shot yet. Um, so I'm not sure about that, but at least with the Polaroid originals that I've shot like four shots with so far, and that's, and this is not a whole lot to go on. So this is by all means, not a definitive take on the new Polaroid originals film. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, 
but to me it seems like it, it really needs a lot of light like a lot of sun and a bright sunny day or uh, if you don't have that then by all means use a flash because <laughs> uh, the pictures I took uh, with it uh, were like window portraits like I had my sons like kind of next to a window indoors took their portraits and uh, without a flash and they were they left a little bit to be desired I, I feel like this film really needs a lot of light and uh, Polaroid Originals actually kind of kind of tells you that uh, so I haven't really shot it in the conditions that I think would be uh, where I could really judge it properly so I have a hard time casting too much judgment on them uh, with that but uh, but it was still a little bit slightly disappointing because back in the day you know, probably early 2000s to mid 2000s I shot a ton of Polaroid film and uh, because at that time it was still pretty cheap even in like department stores and stuff and uh, one of my local camera stores was constantly like clearing out packs of Polaroid film for really cheap and I would always buy it all up both pack film and the integral film and so I shot tons and tons of it and uh, uh, what I noticed uh, from what I've seen with the Polaroid Originals film versus like the old school Polaroid film uh, I could take those indoor portraits without flash on the old Polaroid film and they would come out great uh, as long as the shutter speed wasn't too slow and you know I got you know motion blur or whatever but um, so that's one thing I've noticed is it, it, it seems the new Polaroid Originals film as as uh, improved as it may be and it was, as everyone seems to be saying it doesn't seem to handle low light photography without flash as well as the old Polaroid did so that's um, that's a situation that you know I hope to see them get better at and so with me and Polaroid I have such a love of them like as much as I love Kodak I mean Polaroid's right up there with, with uh, Kodak for me because uh, I shot so much of it. It was so much a part of my life for so many years. And so I always want to see them succeed. And I have kind of have a pretty pretty strong brand loyalty to the Polaroid brand uh, because of that. Uh, because I have so many great photos from back in the day on Polaroids. Uh, so I have kind of just resigned myself to just continue to support and buy uh, film uh, as far as my instant uh, film buying it from Polaroid because I want to see them uh, succeed and get better and make the formulations better and maybe eventually get up to where Polaroid was when they stopped uh, uh, before right before they stopped manufacturing film um, so I've always kind of you know had a thing for Polaroid so it's hard for me to really turn on them <laughs> and it's hard for me to support Fuji Instax because of it um, I've always just like you know I'd rather just stick with Polaroid, give my money to them, and 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 get that, um, and hopefully that gives them research and development money to keep improving their formulations. Which I mean, come on, they've they have improved in leaps and bounds from where they were, were impossible first started. So, uh, and another thing that that why I uh, kind of lean Polaroid uh, rather than want to delve into Fuji Instax is just really two main reasons um my favorite instant camera of all time is the sx70 and it's just it's beautiful i love using it it's so fun to use and i just can't imagine another instant camera that gives me the thrill of using an 
Polaroid SX70, and I have two SX70s, and they're both they both work, and they're just beautiful machines, and so much fun to use. So I would almost rather use a slightly inferior film in that camera than use a possibly more stable Fuji film in one of their <laughs> Fuji's crappy <laughs> Instax cameras, which none of them have ever really appealed to me. Uh, I was very tempted to go to the Fuji side though when Lomography brought out the uh, the Instax Square camera they came out with with the like the bellows and it's a really cool looking camera. It's uh, and I, I I was so close to uh, funding that on um, Kickstarter when they did that and uh, but then I knew Polaroid had an announcement coming so I held out and then when I heard. Polaroid was becoming Polaroid Originals and Impossible was merging and with them and and that they had a new camera coming out I just I backed off the Fuji Instax Square uh, Lomography camera uh, it is strange that Lomography has been the company that has brought out the best Instax cameras because Fuji has certainly not done a good job at that And um, but so yeah it's, it's hard for me to like there's a part of me that doesn't really want to for, support Fuji anyway <laughs> because of just their, I don't know, I just don't feel like they're really that film motivated anymore. So, uh, and plus, like, sort of like going, starting to support Instax would make me feel like I'm kind of turning my back on my beloved Polaroid that I have such a sort of loyalty to or whatever. But I think it really comes down to the cameras and the SX70 is. I just love that camera. I mean, it's it's one of my top two or three or five cameras of all time, I think, as far as just how it looks and its function and just the brilliance of its design, truthfully. And uh, so, like I said, I'd rather use an inferior film than that than a really good film and, a, and another camera. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's just kind of how I feel about it. Uh, also, like with Fuji, uh, you know, Mike said maybe he was a little concerned about supporting Fuji's Instax because with the way Fuji's been, you know, um, maybe it's not all that safe of a bet. But I think Fuji Instax is going to be around for a while. I mean, Fuji's making a ton of money off Instax, and it's been like the top-selling film product for years and years and years. And it is, I think, one of their main income sources I think they do really well with Instax and the fact that they just brought out Instax Square like last year I mean they're bringing out new formats and so I don't think I think they're pretty if they're, Fuji's not doesn't seem to be very committed to film except for Instax so I don't think that's going anywhere but uh so yeah if, Mike if you want to try Instax yeah I don't think I think you're safe with it it's going to be around for a while but uh uh, now it's going to be interesting to see. Apparently, Polaroid is suing Fuji for the Instax Square. There's I don't I haven't heard any more about that lawsuit, but there's there's a big fight going on between the two because Polaroid feels that the Instax Square is infringing on their copyrights for the Square format because it does look uh, pretty much uh, very very eerily similar <laughs> to the traditional Polaroid print, but. Uh, so we'll see what happens to that. I haven't really heard much more about that though. So, but uh, we'll see. All right, here I got a couple more notes here. I want to try to think about, and make sure I get everything I want to say out here. I'm going to take a little break and finish my thoughts on instant, instant love. I'm going to bring you some instant love. 
in the next segment. <laughs> uh, uh, that's ridiculous. I should also mention if you're into Instax, you want to give it a try. There, you know, you got Mint cameras out there as well. They have uh, a camera already out that does the, the little mini, tiny little Fuji prints. It's a very good camera, and they have this one coming out that. You know, it's going to take the Instax wide. It looks like an amazing camera. It's probably going to be pricey, but that will probably be the most full-featured instant camera on the market, probably. So there is ways to step up to larger sizes of Instax with a very, uh, uh, very, uh, I don't know, uh, full-featured camera coming from Mint soon. So not sure when that's coming out haven't really followed that all that closely because again i'm not a not a big i don't think i'm going to move over to the fuji instax side anytime soon but um maybe if polaroid disappeared then maybe i would have no choice and would uh, be an instax guy i guess but uh something else that uh you know mike didn't seem to like his results with um mike williams didn't seem to like his results with the polaroid originals that he shot uh, I'm not sure what his results were. I, I didn't see him or anything, but uh, I'm a little weird with photography, uh, analog photography. Some people hate when people call it analog photography, but uh, but with film photography, uh, you know, I love a beautiful, pristine, perfectly exposed, medium format, sharp as attack negative as much as anybody. And I like that's one side of my photography, but the other side of my photography is I really love uh, the weirdness of analog photography, like hogas and uh, screwing up perfectly good cameras to try to get something different out of them. Uh, I like weird weirdness and weird mistakes and weird anomalies that show up when uh, you shoot strange cameras. And um, one of my funnest projects funnest is that a word uh, one of my more fun projects as I took I used, to, I used to take disposable cameras and like just kind of f up the lenses on them <laughs> to see what would happen uh, I'm always looking for <clears throat> excuse me Matt. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with me now I always have to clear my throat every time I start talking here but um I think it's the uh Kentucky's really bad about uh pollen <laughs> allergies and uh I think I'm getting the uh the spring gunk but I'll take the spring gun because that means spring is happening. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I just I like these weird things. I like messing up, messing with cameras. I like weird surprises. And uh, you know, if you are not into that, I could see where Polaroid's not necessarily your brand because you had to be kind of accepting of strange anomalies and strange, uh, you know. Things maybe not coming out uh, perfect or pristine. Uh, the sort of uh, that Polaroid tries to bill it, I think, as like you know these the uniqueness of shooting their film. Uh, so I'm down with that. I, I I like when things come out a little imperfect and and uh, I kind of really enjoy that side of photography. Like I'm, I'm kind of torn between when I go out shooting, like. Uh, shooting something that's going to give me weird, strange funkiness or like the other side, the regimented, like strict, get the folk, you know, get the uh, exposure exactly spot on and 
get a sharp tack photo of amazing quality. Like that's two sides that I constantly sort of struggle with and I like both sides of that. So I'm always down for like weird stuff happening though. So I think that's why that's kind of a difference between Polaroid and Fuji uh, Instax is that Polaroid does you never you never quite know what you're getting with Polaroid sometimes and I like that but with Fuji you're pretty much gonna get you know Fuji Instax you're gonna get probably a you know a pretty uh, standard photo and I'm not trying to make not making it sound detrimental or anything but like yeah you're gonna get a you're going to get a photo and it's going to probably be fine. But I like the weirdness of photography a lot. So maybe that's why I'm a little bit more of a Polaroid guy. But um, I should mention with all this Polaroid talk, and uh, this will probably inspire me to finally uh, give the Polaroid Originals uh, film a little more of a, a test, is uh, April 22nd through April 27th of this year is the official Polaroid week and I have never participated in these things as, even as much of a Polaroid guy as I've been every single year Polaroid week comes up and I manage to not take a single Polaroid <laughs> so this year I do plan on trying to do that trying to make a conscious effort April 22nd through 27th to celebrate Polaroid week and actually take some Polaroids so uh, if I haven't done it by then that would be my perfect excuse to give uh, Polaroid originals a good run for its money, see see what I can get out of it, and uh, fire up that beautiful Polaroid SX70 again. And uh, also, I need to I need to shoot more with this Polaroid One Step Two. Um, I already kind of know that I'm not going to like it as much as the SX70, um, but it is. Uh, you know, I had to buy one because it's a decent. Cam- it seems like it's going to be a decent camera, but uh, I can kind of still see that my main Polaroid camera from here on out. Uh, will always be the Polaroid SX70. It's a beautiful, beautiful machine. All right, that is the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. Everyone, it's a special day today. It's my <laughs> it's my birthday. So, uh, you know, if you should find it in your heart, uh, you know, open up, uh, pour yourself a bourbon or crack open a beer and just, uh, you know, cheers me because uh i'll i'll join you in spirit on that so uh, <laughs> but anyway all right you can see my photography on uh instagram at gutterman photo and on facebook at mike gutterman photography you can email this program at gutterman photo at gmail.com and you can join the facebook group at is the negative positives film photography podcast facebook group and I think that's it. Oh, yeah. And, then, you know, by all means, like Mr. Mike Williams did, call into the show. It's uh, do the voice recording or whatever they're calling it on Anchor now. It's always a play. It's always fun to get those. And uh, you get to hear your your wonderful voice on this on this uh, on this podcast and give people a break from hearing me. So, OK, thanks very much. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. And I will see you soon, maybe tomorrow, maybe drunk, but uh, who knows. All right, everyone, take care.